When it starts to feel a bit overwhelming in my studio, I know it's time for a purge. And I used to just rip it all out and it got to be way too big of a project, too lengthy, too many decisions. But I've learned some lessons and I have a better way to do that now that I've been purging regularly for a few years. So let's talk about five crafty items to purge right now. Welcome to the Retro Hip Podcast, a show about home life, working smart, and being a crafty babe. Hi, I'm Andrea, and you probably know me online as Retro Hip Mama. I own Retro Hip Co., a company that runs on vintage-inspired creativity and a good mix of hustle and rest. I design and publish Retro Hip Magazine and create content to share as a reminder to women that our creativity is important and should take up space. I'm so excited to chat with you. Let's rock and roll. Number one, washi tape. You should look for rolls of washi that are warped or dried out. And this happens pretty fast, I feel like. I feel like it happens faster than we can use the rolls. So definitely you don't want to be using dried out or funky, (laughs) funky feeling washi tape. So look for rolls that are warped or dried out. Uh, Designs that you no longer reach for. I'm sure that we all feel the same way about our crafty supplies. I might need it later. But if you haven't reached for a specific design of your washi tape, put it aside, put it in a quarantine bin. And if you miss it, you'll know where it is. But if after a certain amount of time, you have never looked for that, maybe it is time to pass it along or toss it. And the third thing to look for would be colors that you don't like or or are not in the products that you're using right now. So colors can definitely ebb and flow within the market. And sometimes Um, We buy all the things that go along with the colors that are popular at a certain time, and then they are not popular anymore, and we tend to not be having those same colors coming into our crafty world, and therefore we aren't in need of those crafty washies or those color washies anymore. So think about the colors that you are not using anymore. And here is a tip. So for each of these sections, we're going to have items, things to look for, and then we're going to have a little tip. So if you want to still keep some of a washi tape design, but not the whole entire roll, go ahead and grab a thread bobbin, like those plastic embroidery thread bobbins or a shipping tag. We all have like the manila tags that we use for projects um, and wrap some of the washi around one of those. It takes up so much less space. You can get several designs of washi tape on one shipping tag, or you can use different bobbins and then hold them together with a, a binder ring. It's a great way to take up less space and not have to keep the entire roll of something that you may not use all of. And then you can maybe pass that washi tape along to someone else um, who's maybe new to crafting. You think that they would like that item or, um, you know, donate it. Number two, alphas and thickers. Oh my gosh. Everybody has these, (laughs) whether they're the, the large, um, 
sticker sheets, you know, of thickers, or they're the smaller little sheets of alphas. Let's look for sheets that are missing the letters that you typically need. So once you kind of use up all of the most popular letters, it's going to be difficult for you to be grabbing for that particular alpha sheet because the letters that you need are typically not going to be on there. So think about that. Look for fonts that are not your style anymore. Um, You know, I tend to gravitate towards cleaner, simpler fonts. Um, And, you know, back in the day, there was just so many different funky styles of typography on these stickers. And I just... I just pass right by them. I don't use them anymore. So think about what your style is going forward. And maybe you'll be able to eliminate some of those alpha sheets and maybe duplicates of alphas that you aren't using that you haven't even opened yet. I know that when we find something that we think we like, we will typically overbuy just for, you know, the sake of, oh, but I love it so much. And then maybe you just never used it. Maybe it really wasn't your style. Maybe you moved on. (laughs) Um, Think about looking for duplicates of items that you may not have used. And my tip for alphas is purging can also mean using. It doesn't always mean donating, throwing away, giving away. For sheets of letters that don't make full words anymore, make a layout using just the leftover letters. Use them as a collage background. Um, Use them with other um, alphas styles to, to possibly make words or to just use them as an element, as a design element in your pages. Number three, die cuts. We all have a million of these. Here's what to look for. Items that are no longer your style. You may have a lot of, I'm just going to throw out, um, October afternoon because they're not even in business anymore. Sad, sad, sad face. Um, but maybe uh, that was your style and you have a lot of it and maybe you're just not pulling those things out anymore. Maybe you pass by them every time you go through your die cut bin. Think about if it's even your style anymore. You can also think about items that you continue to pass over every time you search through. Think about those things that you just don't look for. Um, Those are some, some ways to be able to purge out your die cuts. And here is my tip. Store die cuts in a way that you will look for them. It could be by color, by type, or by designer, or all of those. Don't be afraid to store things in multiple ways. This will help you to utilize them, and then maybe they end up in your pages more often, and instead of just hanging out, being hoarded in your storage organization way. Hey babe, quick news break. Do you love Retro Hip Magazine and need more Retro Hip in your life? Do you like getting exclusive stuff? Girl, join the Crafty Babe crew. It's our monthly membership designed to deliver the digital magazine, cheaper than in the shop, exclusive printables and videos from me and a private community plus major discounts in my shop on magazines, subscriptions, and digital items. Pop over to retrohip.co slash membership to see what it's all about. We love to have you join the crew. 
Number four is stamps. So look for stamps that no longer help you document your current life. And that can help you really weed out what kinds of stamps to keep with you. If you are no longer, let's say, planning um, while you use stamps, I guess that's the wrong way to say it. If you're no longer utilizing stamps in your planner, maybe you need to get rid of all of your date or calendar or, you know, time frame type of stamps. Maybe you aren't doing December daily anymore or, you know, holiday things. Maybe you've, maybe you've streamlined your projects and you're doing just more of an overall type of thing and you're not doing seasonal. Maybe those are the stamps that you can, um, I hate saying get rid of, but you know, essentially you are removing them from your space and also sets that you use, but are saving them for like the one or two stamps on that set that you like. Here is, (laughs) here is something that I have done when I run into stamp sets that have a couple of stamps I really love and would hate to, um, lose that one particular stamp but I'm not using the rest of the set. I will actually pull off the stamps that I like and I keep them in a small little tub where those are like my, they're like my misfit stamps, but I reach for them because those are the ones I know I'm going to use. I know that they're in there. So that could save space in your storage area. Um, And also just helps you feel a little bit less guilty about not using a majority of that set or not using the ones that you actually do really like. And here's my tip for stamps. This is something that I practice regularly. I keep a quarantine bin for the stamps that I'm not using, but I still want to keep them. I have probably... um, probably 50% more stamps in my quarantine area than I keep on my actual desk. Um, I store them out of sight and I switch them out every few months. I'll go into my quarantine bin and I'll flip through them and I'll go, oh, I remember this stamp. I think I want to use this, you know, and that means that because I only have so much room in my current stamp bin, I have to exchange it one for one. I have to, um, make sure that I don't stuff my space too tightly or I, again, I won't be able to get through the stamps that I have out. And this will also help you refresh your stash and make you feel like you have new stamps to play with regularly. That to me is the most fun because I forget that I have these stamps and then I go through them and I'm like, oh, what a cool font. I forgot that I had this alpha stamp. And then it's like having a brand new toy. I love it. Number five is paper. Oh my gosh, how much paper do we all have? It is so much. (laughs) But here are some things to look for. Patterns and colors that don't suit your style anymore. We talked about that with the washi tape. We're not always gonna decorate the same. We're not always gonna have the same style. We are gonna evolve. We are gonna grow. Our tastes are gonna change. So don't be afraid to admit that this paper does not suit me anymore. That's okay. It came into your life. You may have used a bit of it. You may have loved it at the time. It did its job. (laughs) 
uh, papers that you don't use but are saving for the projects you'll do someday. This is a really tricky and I, I feel like it's kind of a dangerous place to be because you're always thinking about what you should be doing, projects you should be doing, unfinished projects. I, if you follow me on Instagram, which you, you should be following me on Instagram. Let's be friends over there. Retro Hip Mama is where you can find me on Instagram. I recently posted about the someday projects, the unfinished projects, and just letting them go, calling them done at the place that they are and putting them away, removing them from your list, take that weight off your shoulders. So you can do the same thing when it comes to the supplies that you purchased for specific projects that are either in progress that you haven't gone back to in years. It's okay to have not finished everything you started. You don't finish, you you don't always finish the things you start. Even when it comes to food on your plate, you, you're not required to finish everything that hopefully can take away some of that (laughs) guilt from, you know, all of the paper that we store, all of the scraps, all of the project life cards, like everything we think we're going to need it someday. But let's, let's offload some of that. And let's just think about maybe we don't need all of it. (laughs) And here's my tip purge papers that are very similar. If you have, let's say, five sheets of black and white striped paper that they're all a lot alike, I mean, unless you use that pattern all the time, maybe you just toss out three of them, then you're left with two. Or if you have three pink florals, maybe you pick the two that you like the most and get rid of one. So it's just kind of a little bit of a mind game where you can just still give yourself the option to keep things while getting rid of stuff that is just taking up space. I talk about a lot how our creativity should take up space. We and our creativity should take up space, not our stuff that's not getting used. I will be a purging evangelist (laughs) um, forever because I do feel like I feel very strongly that our supplies really need to be used. They're not They're not living up to their full potential if they're just hanging out in your craft room, never having gotten to play with their friends. Like we need them to play with the die cuts. We need them to live on a page with your beautiful photos. So I hope that you feel a little bit more comfortable with a small little purges like this. And when I purge, I just pick one category at a time and I don't focus on any of the other categories um, unless I'm doing a really quick purge. Now this, if I'm doing a really big purge, I'm just going to focus on, you know, a larger section. But if, but because I'm I'm kind of in a constant purge mode, I can go through these five categories very quickly because right now I don't have a ton of inventory to manage so I can get through them pretty fast and my muscle for decision quick decision making is is kind of like on fire so I can make those decisions pretty quickly if you are new to purging I would take one of these categories at a time and really settle in do it and then be finished with that category um 
before you move on to the next category. And whether that next category happens like after lunch or the next weekend or a month from now, it's totally fine. You don't want to overdo your decision making because then that can get really hard and then you start (laughs) getting emotional about things and you start keeping everything. But this, I feel like hopefully will make you feel a little bit more comfortable about that purging process. And again, thank you so much for being here and listening and hanging out with me. We will talk soon. See you later. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Retro Hip Podcast. If you like the show and the stuff we chat about, please consider subscribing and leaving a rating and a review on iTunes. You can also screenshot and share the episode you're listening to so other babes can join the conversation. You can also hang out with me on Instagram at RetroHipMama because, well, I'm there a lot. And you can also join my email list. As an email subscriber, I keep you updated monthly on all things RetroHipCo and you get a fun RetroHip magazine sampler when you sign up head over to retrohip.co slash news. Thanks for listening.